elegant weapon for a more civilized age. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an Elegant Weapons fantastic fun time fitness special with our very, very special guest, Mr. Fearless Fred Kennedy. How are wow. we doing, sir? Good, man. Good. Do I sound good? Am I you clean? Sound, you sound great, man. You sound great. Uh, right. I so appreciate you taking the time to hang out with me today, man. Yeah, no problem, man. As soon as you said you want to do something like working out, I'm like, I have to work out anyways. I can totally do it on camera. <laughs> that works out perfectly. Awesome. Um, yeah, so, you know, this kind of came together uh, out of the quarantine for me. Uh, yeah. Basically, um, our lives got ripped away from us, right? And uh, Comic-Cons went away. And the usual thing that I fill up my entire life with. Uh, one sec here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to expand this. Uh, we are live on the Facebook, and I'm going to expand and mute that so that I can look at the comments and make sure we can get any questions that might come through. So basically, uh, I've always been kind of a fit enough guy. I'm a tree climber by profession. Yeah, but that's after, fit enough. Yeah, but after 20 years of doing that, you kind of learn enough technique and enough tricks that you're not really exerting as much physical effort as you may need to as when you kind of start out, right? So as much as I was healthy enough, I wasn't like, you know, super like athletic, right? As much yeah. as I was considered an industrial athlete. So I'm really excited for 2020. SourcePoint Press, we got a whole plan. We're going to be rolling across Canada this year, right? We went out and did our first Vancouver uh, Fan Expo, completely sold out of every item I brought. Like it was a smashing success over there in BC and they welcomed us with open arms. They got all those forestry dollars. Right. And then uh, Calgary was supposed to be in April and that was going to be our next stop. And that's when everything hit. That's when the hammer came down uh, around that time. Everything got canceled. No more Comic-Cons for Jay. So what was, do I do? It was what? like the week before the, Comic the spring Comic-Con in Toronto. And I remember I had planned uh, to do to DM a show in front of an audience. It was going to be pretty rad. Yeah. Uh, and then the show, like the week before the show, my boss was like, no one's allowed to do big public gatherings. And, and I was like, well, I got to do this Comic-Con. She's like, no, you're not doing it. That's that simple. And then like three days later, gone, canceled anyway. So it didn't matter. Yeah. Came down like a hammer. I had just yeah. squeezed in three in February because I had done Astronomicon in Michigan. I had done, uh, uh, what was the other one? And Vancouver. And then we C2E2. Uh, I was one of the lucky ones who got out to Chicago and squeezed in that last big Comic-Con before yeah, it all went away. And we had just started, like, bumping fists. You know, like, I saw Richard Pace there, and we kind of bumped fists because everybody was, and we are kind of like, this is kind of starting to feel a little weird. And it was just the inklings of it beginning, you know? And then all of a sudden it hits. So I got nothing to do with my life. So what do I decide to do? I decide to walk the earth. And I just started hiking. And uh, I'm out here in Hamilton, where I had no idea the extensive amount of trails and waterfalls oh, yeah. and historical stuff that actually. Chartment, the yeah. War of 1812. Bruce Trail, man, just started going crazy, right? So I started hiking, doing a lot of that. And 
started just dropping weight, man, just, you know, just because I was out there. And then I kind of got into it. And then it kind of started feeling real good. Because back in like January, February, I wasn't doing too hot. And at my heaviest, I think I was about 210 pounds. And so I was carrying some weight, right? Even being a tree climber. And I, I just put ate some strain on your back. My back was horrible. Oh, absolutely, man. When I go to the chiropractor, he tells me like he, he sees no more messed up backs than on tree climbers. They're just a mess, right? Well, there's a lot of weird movements and holding and this and that. Yeah, yeah. it's strange. It's kind of like swimming where it kind of works everything in your body at the same time, right? So I, I start feeling it. I start feeling good. So I keep walking and I keep walking and I really get into it. I end up losing about 64 pounds over five months. And I did this uh, because I was out there and I was hiking and quarantine and nothing to do. Uh, I was inspired by a lot of folks, uh, you in particular, because you're always sharing this shit and you're always out there motivating. And, uh, you know, that, that kind of drove me a lot. So I went through that transition. And now five months later, feeling great, lost a lot of weight, got nice and lean. And I, I got to the point where I was like, oh, okay, I'm feeling a little too lean at this point. Maybe I should start putting some muscle on. So I am currently, for about the last three weeks, I joined Crunch Fitness, great little gym, nice, totally affordable. They got everything you need up the street. I'm all about boutique gyms. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. It, all it's, about them. It's perfect. So now I've been up there for like three weeks and I'm starting to learn to lift and I'm starting to make that transition. And the most difficult thing for me right now is switching from only eating about 1600 calories a day to having to now consume close to 3000. If I want to put any gain on just eating is difficult. So that's where I'm at in my journey. I just wanted to ask you quickly before we get into all the details of that. Have you always been fit or was there a no. time that you kind of where this happened to you as well? So what happened was is I used to play uh, provincial level, level rugby and always at the gym like four or five times a week and would lift hard, bro, and not do enough stuff with my legs because I was a young dude and that's what dudes do when they're in the gym. Um, and then when I was working in radio, it was really when I got to my first bigger market was Winnipeg, my life fell apart, like not fell apart, bad spun off the rails would be the better way to put it. Like I was drinking all the time. I was smoking weed all the time. I was hanging out with a reputable people all the time and was just not living a good life. And I just fell into those habits and it was a very gradual process. And then like seven years have passed and I'm sitting at around 225 and I'm really schlubby. And I got the job at Teletoon. And so this type of statement you hear about TV all the time, you got to lose weight. They, but they can't do that. So what they do legally, they can't say that in Canada anyways. Right. Uh, but what they can do is they ask you about your personal habits. And so there was this one producer, she was like the definition of executive Toronto television person. And I'm not going to say her name because I love her and I thank her for this. She asked, are you going to the gym? And I went, Oh yeah. Even though I clearly was. And she goes, keep, 
doing that. <laughs> That's what she said. Right. And at that point, it was like noted. So I, I got a personal trainer. This was actually a good life. It was the good life at Union Station in downtown Toronto. Oh, cool. Uh, I had a trainer named Hiro. And Hiro was this little Japanese dude. And he was big into Olympic lifting. And he changed the way that I thought about going to the gym. Like I knew enough and I thought I knew a lot. But what I knew was really bodybuilding stuff. Hold on. Let me grab this. It's just over here. This book. Okay, is, yeah. This is still one of the greatest books about fitness and working out you can ever own. But all I ever did with it was like, look at all the exercises and all that stuff. Like, cause there's really great breakdowns of exercises and what they do and what they're good for the body. But the thing is, is a lot of that stuff is bodybuilding specific, meaning it's build, it's, it's teaching you to build mass as opposed to get healthy. And Hero came along with this Olympic lifting background and got me more into full body composite training. So with bodybuilding workouts, you tend to do a day where uh, all the exercises are pulling. So you do stuff primarily for your back and your biceps. And occasionally you'll switch in like with ha hamstring curls or something like that. So you're working very specific groups to sort of like isolate the blood flow and make sure that you're not like losing blood to other muscle groups. So you can get right. that pump on those muscles. But he came along with, it's called, this is, this is the first time where I really became actively interested in fitness and exercise as like more of a science. He got me on the German body composition program. Okay. This is what the East German Olympic team used to do. And it's, designed to hit the whole body and reduce your rest time so you get a really high metabolic burn like you're upping your metabolism so you're really bumping up your fitness levels right uh, so you would do deadlifts followed by dips then you would do squats followed by pull-ups so you're hitting upper and lower upper and lower and you go and then you get less than a minute it's 45 seconds of rest then you're on the next exercise and everything is really heavy. So you're doing 225 pound deadlifts for sets of 12 or 14, Jesus. put it down, get over to the, get over to the dip. And he was really good about form. So you don't start there. You build up to there, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was all about form moving over, no rest form then back. And you do three of these supersets, and then you get a five minute break. And that was your rest. So he really got me thinking about reducing the rest time. Because once you stop, once you reduce your rest time, your metabolism drops. The blood flow stops. Because you're working your muscles and you, it's micro-tearing. You're breaking down uh, the actual fibers of the muscle. And then you want that blood flow to keep going, that water to keep going because you flush it all out of the system. And then once that's flushed out, that's when the repair process starts. Mm -hmm. So when you see those guys and they put out like one, two, and they do like 10, whatever's like, they're always on the cable crossover machine at the gym. They're always, right, doing, right, right, yeah. they're always doing cable crossovers, which is a fine exercise, but it's not really applicable in your day-to-day -day life. 
They're always doing cable crossovers, and you just stand there. <laughs> sure, I'm going to walk over here, get a drink, talk to my yeah. buddy. Then they go back to the machine. It's like, dude, you already wasted so much time. Right. Like, it's not even just about wasting time. You're, you're reducing the impact of the exercise, both in terms of like muscle regeneration, cleaning out the muscles, also the ability to burn cardio. It was working out with Hero that really changed my perspective about that. And once my year contract with him subsided, I got back into like boxing and things that I used to do. And boxing is really, boxing is the best, by the way, in terms of like cardio fitness. You have to be intense and you have to be going hard or you literally get punched in the face. Right. Uh, Drew Craig uh, from Montreal, like Wes Craig's brother, Wes Craig from Deadly Class. Drew Craig is also a phenomenal artist, by the way. Um, he's a boxing trainer. And if you want to find, follow somebody who posts all kinds of cool, like nerdy stuff and art and all that stuff, but also crazy good workouts, Drew Craig, my dream is to step in the ring with that guy. Not because I have a chance of winning. Just because I know it'd be a really good workout. Right, so he's right. all about boxing too, just as somebody, if you want to be following somebody. And so once I was back into boxing and stuff, I, I ended up switching my job from afternoons to do mornings. And mornings was going pretty good. And then there was a management change. And the person that they hired as a manager uh, made it very clear to me he was not a fan of me and wanted to get rid of me. And I became the most miserable guy ever. Like I was the most miserable human being. Anybody who knows me knows that from around the late summer 2015 until 2017, I was the worst guy. Like it's just miserable because this guy was the boss. I know of particular other things that were occurring in your life that in yeah. 2017 ish that weren't fantastic to be happening as well. No, so, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. terrible. So the things that I should say rather weren't happening that should have been. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah. And and so all this stuff was really compounding. And then um, I found the gym that I still go to that I'm repping right now. That's so awesome. Train like heroes. Like Train like perfect. heroes is this place. Uh, it, another hero. Um, except this time spelled with an E instead of an I. But Train like heroes, I met uh, Mike Carey, who owns the gym. And he's like the most infectiously positive dude. And he's also like a big comic book superhero nut. And he got me training in the way that I trained to this day. And it feels like everything was really like a natural progression. Um, whereas now I train with an interval timer. I never count, I never count reps. Like when people ask me like to like, I'm trying to work out, what should I do? And there was like, so how many reps and such should I do? Throw all that out the window. None of that matters. You never count because you always lose count. You always skip a number or two because your brain Shoot. Your brain is programmed to not work. Like your brain wants you to work less, not because it hates you, but because it's preservation of energy to survive in nature. Right. So you forget to do things. And if he got me onto the interval timer. And what that means is you set up the interval timer. So you're doing four sets and you have uh, 45 seconds of work, 15 seconds of rest. So you go all out for those 45 seconds, then you rest for 15. Then beep, 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 you're back at it. Beep, 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 you rest. Beep, 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 you're back at it. So you're on the clock. You don't have to think about it anymore. All you need to do is know what exercises you're doing 
and then um, follow the timer. So what I always do is I write everything down. So I've got oh, everything cool. written, down, written out here. I didn't, I actually left these blank because I didn't know if you wanted to work out this morning. So I left <laughs> these blank and I didn't know what gear you have. So all this stuff is written out so you can do all of this with absolutely zero weight gear, like none of it. Right. Uh, so those one, two, three holds are like high knees. So you come up one, two, three, and then on that third one, you hold it for two seconds and then back down and then one, two, three, and you're going fast, like one, two, three, hold, one, two, three, hold. And then you got your pulse squat, which is where you just hang down low and just pulse, pulse. It's really good to have a good song. I recommend September by Earth, Wind and Fire. It's got like right. the best beat for that exercise. Uh, and the pulsing's okay? Like the Pulsing's is... perfect. You just, yeah. like here, I'll show you. You don't want to go too deep. So when, they, when I do a pulse squat, I'm just down like this. And yeah. not like a lot of people will do this and they'll lean forward. That's putting all kinds of strain down here. And you're not really hitting the exercise because you're on your toes. You're always, when you squat, you should be able to lift your toes up. You can't see it, but lift oh, your toes okay. up. the weight should be on your heels. They call it stacking. So you come up your heel, knee, hips, shoulders, you know, everything's stacked on top. That principle is called stacking. And what that means is you're strengthening. The more stacked you are, the stronger you are. Your joints stacked on top of each other make you strong. That's why when you watch Olympic lifters, when they've got the bar above their shoulders, they're all in a line. And then it's really just realigning all those joints is the effort. The motion is to just get everything to back up right. into a straight line. That's how they work everything. So the weight is always right above the shoulder joint because it's, if it's here, you're pulling on your back and you're off balance. If it's too far back, you're once again putting too much strain because you're having to pull yourself all forward. You want everything to be above you all the time. Right. So, so that training principle is what I got at Train Like Heroes, and it changed my my mental state. It was amazing. So what they was so your kind of method through the whole thing was like a cardio and weight. Like you did a combination kind of from the beginning yeah. when you went to the gym. Then right. When it was when I got to when I worked with Hero, it was still mostly strength focused. But Train Like Heroes really got me into more um, cardio strength training and also flexibility because especially guys, they completely forget that flexibility is a massive component of fitness, a huge component. Because if you're not flexible, like there's guys I see doing deadlifts and their heels are off the ground and they're on the ball of their feet. You need to focus on keeping that heel down and you got to work on the flex, especially your hip flexors, like doing frog stretches. Flexibility is a key element of being fit. And like guys sneer at yoga when they really shouldn't, because if anybody came up to me and they were in their mid thirties to early forties or even younger and, and they're not flexible and they're carrying a lot of extra weight and they want to get into fitness, I would firmly recommend yoga first. Right. And I would recommend it because once you get that flexibility and you're teaching your body, you're creating body awareness and coordination. Once you've got that going to the gym dramatically reduces the injury rate. Like well, yeah. people get injured because they can't, they're not mo mobile, you know? Yeah. 
I think that's why I was lucky in the way I'm used to physical movement and my body yes. movement around, but I see how yoga is like, it's a great way to, in a way, it's kind of what planking did for me, where you're just kind of starting to wake things up and yeah. certain things that you don't use in conjunction with other things, they start to realize, you know, they start Almost to come alive in a way. Fighter, it, like if you took a look at all of the pro fighters and MMA instructors and, and Muay Thai fighters, almost all of them incorporate yoga motions into their workouts to stretch the core and the hips. I, after I was working at, not working at, at working at, but working out at Train Like Heroes for like two years, I went and I got certified as a personal trainer. And that really hammered down on all of the things that I had had been learning without realizing um, that, that mobility aspect of fitness reduces the level of injuries that you're getting. And you want to be incorporating as much flexibility as possible, especially in the hips. I didn't realize this, but every muscle in your torso and upper legs, period, with the exception of the traps, because their origin point is the base of the skull. Trapezius starts up there, but everything else is in the hips. That's why when you hear about a senior citizen breaking their hips, it's so debilitating because everything is connected to them. Stems from there. Yeah. yeah, it stems. It grows out or grows in. There's like muscles overlapping on muscles all over the place in your hip. So it's really important that you're as flexible as possible because you're dealing with some of the biggest muscle groups in the body, your gluteus and your hamstrings. Those muscles are so strong that if you're not stretching them and not letting them get motion and move around, they'll tighten up and they'll pull everything else out of alignment because nothing can touch them. Like there's nothing that is as strong as they are and they just ruin everything. So you've right. got to look after them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Cause you know, so it's cool when you're doing that and that's, that's a great way. And you can recommend to people. Definitely. Like I always tell people, they're like, so what do you do? And I was like, I just got off my ass and started walking. Yeah. A simple movement. But what I did um, a little bit different, just because, you know, being strong and stuff wasn't the goal at the time. I just, I'd done so much cardio that I kind of just was so focused on that in my diet, right? Yeah. So I changed my whole diet to be really lean and, you know, low calorie and, and really clean foods. So I lost all that. And now these difficulties, like I was talking about, about eating and a lot of it is learning to like you say, it's so individual, right? Yeah. Like everybody's body works so differently. So I'm at this point now where I'm really trying to sort out things like you were saying, like how many reps I should be doing, how many yeah. sets, how much the weight. So I started off not doing like, you know, 60% or 80% of my max or anything. I just started with like 10, 20 pounds, Absolutely. like 15 reps, like four or five sets, like 15 reps. And it was feeling good for a week or two, but I didn't feel like anything was happening. I don't no. know. You got to have be patient. Yes. You know, but I, was like, I, I felt like I could push a little harder. So that's what I've been trying to add a little bit of weight. Am I going too fast? Like, no, no, no. Hold on a second. Let me grab my phone. Okay. So you want to talk about mass. So but I don't want, here's the thing. I don't want to get jacked. Right. That's yeah. why I don't want to, it's, it's, it's a confusing balance. Cause you, you want to keep your you cardio up, but you don't strong. want to, you don't want to lose muscle mass 
And now I'm terrified of losing the muscle mass I'm trying to build, right? Okay, so I don't know if you can see this very well, but this is the interval timer, right? Okay, I don't know if you can yeah. see it very well. So this, I got this, I got the paid version. I'm one of those weirdos that like refuses to take free apps. I got to pay for everything. Sure. Um, so what you do is it's called a Tabata, okay? What does that stand for? I don't know. But the deal with the Tabata is you work out for 20 seconds and then you rest for 10, then 20, then 10, then 20, then 10. And you do that eight times. And so what I like to do with Tabatas, because I can't focus on counting stuff. I just can't do it. I'm having that problem too. Yeah. So when I really want to hammer a muscle group for strength, I always use dumbbells and I always focus left then right. Okay. So if I really want to hit my legs, I'll do a Tabata where one half of the Tabata will be pulses like pulse lunges or reverse lunges on the left leg. And then I'll switch it for right. Right. And then right, left, right, left. And then I'm working those muscle groups for four minutes straight back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I'm not doing a lot of weight, but by the end of that fourth set, I am gassed. Right. And it's not because I was counting. I always feel like when people count out sets, they're shortening themselves because it's the rest times that are slowing them down. Don't give your body a chance to rest. If I also wanna work my legs really hard, what I could do is plank jacks. So where you're doing a plank and then your legs like go out and in, like you're hopping in and out, in and out. And then I'll combine that with body weight squats where I'm just going down and then up, down and then up. And again, that's four straight minutes. I can see you're making a frowny face with No, pain. I'm wondering, no, I'm curious <laughs> because you hear a lot about, uh, you hear a lot about rest being important that you're supposed to really test is important when you're working, when you're, if you're doing really heavy lifts. Okay. That's just when important. you want to get like as yeah. massive as you can. Every now and again, I like to go in and do a heavy deadlift day and there's nothing wrong with that. And in those days, I'll just crank out as much weight as I can. And then I'll rest for like a minute, two minutes. Then I'll do a few more rest for a minute or two minutes. Um, but when you're talking about that, like, diet and exercise combination a good way to crank in some extra calories in the morning and and making sure they're good clean calories i always have a protein shake first thing in the day it's the yeah first i just got thing some I, I bought yeah. some yesterday yeah i know that like there's a kind of like a broy perception of those supplements but i don't care I, <laughs> for me yeah. it's going to be necessary i have a yeah. protein goal i cannot physically eat enough no. food uh, to get it in me so you have the protein shake in the morning uh and on days that i have a really heavy workout i'll have a protein shake again before i go to bed because muscle is repaired and flushed while you sleep right so if you have an ample supply of protein in your body right when you go to bed your body will build more mass Okay. Then it does if you're not getting that protein hit at the end. And I need to remind everyone, I'm not a certified dietitian. Right. These are just the things that I have read in trade magazines and from other personal trainers that I talk to. And you could talk to 10 personal trainers and they're pretty much all going to tell you different things about that stuff based on what's worked with them and what's worked with clients. Um, the one thing I think most good personal trainers will always focus on is full range of motion. 
and slow and control. I'm all about slow and control and injury prevention. I like slow and control. Yes. I like, I don't like, like, blah, blah. I like, you know. No, there's like, some exercises where you want to go fast, you know, right. like where, um, like uh, pistols or something like that, where you're going out and then in, out and then in. You want to go fast with that. But for the most part, you want your, your nice and slow on the negative, explode on the up, you know? Yeah. Those so types how do you work with the the fun aspect of it? Because it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed it to be enjoyable. So, like, do you force yourself through certain things you don't like? Because I find when, when I don't like something and I'm not getting something out of it, I just I just throw it away and I try yeah, if, it, if I don't like it and it's not working, I don't I don't do it. Right. Like like the the incline. I, I've been doing bench presses and then yeah. I was trying the incline. And I'm just not, I don't know if it's, I'm not ready for it or what, but I hate it. I hate it so much. I was you like, do I'm bar, just not do you use do the this. barbells? Do you use uh, a barbell? No, it, I've been just using the machine, like the incline. Don't. And it pushes hey, it up. first of yeah. all, yeah, yeah I, I'll. I should I'm be using not, the seat, right? And just you use the seat and okay. dumbbells. I, the barbell is great. And you see those guys doing crazy heavy bench press and, and there's a place for that. But for guys like us who aren't trying to get giant and massive dumbbells do a little bit less weight but focus on the on the control like come in and this is called the hammer grip if you watch my arms so guys doing bench press they come out like this if you look at the way my shoulders are positioned that's terrible it's really bad for your shoulders even guys that come down you want to if you're doing proper bench press you want to line it on your nipple and come down like this and then up but the compression on the backs of the shoulder blades and on the shoulders isn't ideal. It's not necessarily bad, but it's not ideal. If you watch this, this is, I do the hammer grip and I always use dumbbells. So my hands automatically got 45 degree angle, right? They come down nice and slow and look at the way my arms are. Right, They're not up like this. Right. This is a much more natural position. And then you come straight up. Okay. You come down like that every time and then you're bringing the weight down to the same position but the shoulder position is a lot more natural just right. like that and there's a guy uh that i follow named mike clark uh he's a personal trainer from out west in edmonton and he's one of those personal trainers that has more than a decade of education and training behind him when right. he posts stuff about fitness and exercise he's posting it from the right place. Like he's all about finesse and form, finesse and form. Um, and Mike, the guy who runs the gym that I work at is also about finesse and form. And one interesting aspect of training that he focuses on is calisthenics. Mm. Now we've all heard the term calisthenics, but when you think calisthenics and you ask someone, what is it? They kind of, well, exercise. The eh. 80s? I don't know. <laughs> so calisthenics is the granddaddy of them all. It is training principles that were used by the Romans, the Greeks, the Egyptians. There's hieroglyphs of guys doing exercises that people still do today. And it's all about control and motion, like fluid motions and using the natural body weight against itself. And those elements are what I was kind of gonna focus on today if we did a workout on camera of uh, really just using the body's weight against itself to increase strength. And I'm yeah. a big believer that calisthenics is a great place to start for gaining strength. 
and gaining muscle, and then you can move in and incorporate a bunch of free weights to it. Right. All right. We'll, we'll do this again sometime, and I'll get things set up here where we can actually. I didn't realize you'd be all willing to actually get the headband on and get going. Oh, buddy. Stuff, this so. is how I roll. Like, I, I, I always work out around this time anyway, so, like, that's where my, my mindset is. And when you're talking about um, – Like, are you obsessed – or does like, no, your wife is, like? Is there any points where where your wife ever worries that you're a little too focused on, on things? No. You know. Well, she's into it too now. What happened was when I was talking about that one boss that was really, I I I was surrounded by negative energy. I was surrounded by negativity, like and doubt and rejection and anger and frustration and people focus on bullshit. That's what they do. They just, they focus on bullshit. They really do. Cause there's so many great things that happen, but you're too busy focusing on the negative to really enjoy it. And I am a firm believer that our bodies were made to work. They really were. And when you're being sedentary, when you're not moving, when you're loafing around, you're enhancing your negativity. Like mental health is a, is a big thing these days. And I firmly believe that like depression and all those things are real. I a hundred percent do, but I also believe, and I think Jim Carrey said something along these lines too online. If you're not being as physically active as you can, getting out, going for walks, trying, putting in the effort, you're not giving your body a chance to do what it was designed to do. And you're just enhancing that negativity because you know something is wrong. So when I started going to the gym, I fell into the calisthenics huge. And I found that these workouts, like my body was, was sore in places that I'd never really been sore from working out because I'm incorporating like compound motions, like I wasn't being like, I'm going to do squats and squat as much weight as I can. I was doing overhead squats where I'm holding the bar above and I'm not holding that much weight, but the, the focus of having to keep everything aligned, right. a different workout than I'd ever done. And I was lifting, lifting way lighter weights, but my form was different and I was working the core and almost everything. And I found that the world, like it just turned the volume down on everything like all those things that were making me frustrated and angry were still there. I just didn't care about them anymore. Right. Like my right. brain was like, I feel you. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And so then all of a sudden, if I didn't go to the gym the next day or, or for two days, those things would get louder. And I noticed they were getting louder and I'm like, just get back to the gym. So I go back to the gym and then I would work out again. And I was like, Shh. feel you. And yeah. My wife can tell when I haven't been working out because I'm not, I'm not as happy. Like I'm just not as, 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 as positive and I'm more. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so glad you went with this because uh, I was actually going to ask you, especially in our community, um, yeah. you know, we know a lot of artists and it's their job to sit at a table and draw all day. Artists also tend to be emotional individuals. Yeah. Right. Very sensitive. Um, so it, it, it sounds like you're talking about someone specifically. <laughs> well, no, there's a few. Like, no, to be honest, there's a general yeah. thing because I worry about a lot of my friends in the community from time to time because it's very easy when you have that kind of job and lifestyle to not keep your body doing what it wants to do. Yeah, it's easy to fall into an unhealthy way of doing things, and 
And there's a lot of tricks that people will try, different diets and you know, different fads and this, this and that. And I, I see, I'm a firm believer that all these diets like keto and paleo, they absolutely have their place. But they're not sustainable. Right. For a specific thing. Like say you want to do this quick or do that. You can't sustain it. Yet I know people out there who have been miserably pushing themselves through the keto diet for years yeah. just to keep weight off. And it's like you don't understand that it's not the keto of why you lost weight. You lost weight because keto makes you cut calories. Yeah. And I think there's a big misnomer about how difficult it is and how intricate it is. It is a very simple thing, people. It's, it's, it really is numbers. It really yeah. is. You have to be in a cat. If you want to lose weight, it doesn't matter. Of course, you're going to be healthier and do it well if you eat good, clean foods and have a good diet. Your nutrition is right. But you could eat absolute crap. But if you're eating in a, in a calorie deficit, you're going to lose weight. Yeah. And you're not going to feel good. You're going to, if you just eat a Big Mac every day and you're good, you're going to feel like shit, but you're going to lose weight. Yeah. And that's why it's, it's so individual. You got to find the foods that work for you and, and, you know, not try to find a miracle cure. It really is just get people have been asking me, how'd you do it, Jay? And I'm like, I got off my ass and I ate less. I'm that simple. It's for me, when people talk about diet, and I used to get really focused on diet stuff too. And it was, it was hero at the, at the good life downtown. And he had, he goes, if you're hungry, just eat. Yeah. If you're hungry, eat food. Just yeah. don't eat garbage. And people make it much more complicated than it needs to be. And with all these, this diet and that diet, here's what it is. You're talking, you're right. When you're saying just reduce the calories, I think that different calories have different impacts on the body. And yes. again, I'm not a dietitian. I'm just right. telling you what works. Eat more vegetables. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like you always see the guy, like I'm going to have a side of pasta. No, make it beans, man. And here, I'm not saying you got to like make it beans and then just steamed beans with nothing. <laughs> like saute the beans in some butter, like butter's yeah. good. Butter's loaded. Butter's way better for you than margarine. I don't care what anyone says. Butter's fine. There's, I cook with butter all the time. It's the yeah. best. Yeah. So saute those beans in some butter with some garlic and some cracked pepper, and then just load up half your plate with those beans. And that, those sauteed beans in butter, guaranteed way better for you, way less calories, way more vitamins than a whole bunch of pasta with canned sauce on it. Like, right. period. And I, I, I also encourage people to practice growing their own food gardening and when everyone's like oh, i don't have a big plot of land if you've got a window you can grow food that's yeah. all you need it's, there's so many things that grow really well on just a windowsill and you just right. find what those things are uh i always recommend growing garlic and herbs and all your own spices and all that stuff a couple tomatoes even right yeah like, it's so, you know? it's not it's people get very intimidated and they think it's mm -hmm. all kinds of work and it's not, it's just a little bit of work throughout a few months. Yeah. Um, so in the morning you got a regimented diet and I think that's what people forget to do. They, they don't eat breakfast and I'm not one of those, it's the most important meal of the day. It's not. But what it is, <laughs> is it kicks off your metabolism. Yes. So as soon as you wake up in the morning, your body like, everybody goes to the can first thing in the day and that's because their body starts moving and it's like it's been doing this for thousands and thousands of years it's programmed now we eat now we eat that's why guys 
have a massive surge of testosterone first thing in the morning. That's why you wake up with morning wood and all that, because your body is programmed to go out and kill something and eat it first thing in the day. Literally, that's the way the body works. That's yeah. your that's your biology. Seven o'clock in the morning, there's a spike in testosterone for almost every dude out there. Uh, and your body wants to eat. So get up, eat, eat something, get some protein in you right away. If, right. You're, if you can eat eggs, eat eggs. I'm allergic to eggs. So I always, oh, dude, I know, I know. Buddy. Every yeah. morning I've been having, I started with just egg whites and then it was oh, get the yolk in there, buddy. No. So what I do is now I use one egg with oak and then I throw a little extra whites in there. Yeah. Just a, I just like, I, I'm yeah. super stripped down with diet. Just eat lots of vegetables. Right? Like when I go kisso Mandarin buffets and all that stuff, like people get like, they get down on it. Mandarin is a chain of buffets for anybody who's right. not like here. Yeah. But uh, so when people get down on those buffets, I'm like, there's so many good food options there. You just eat the bad ones. So I, I'm always about beans. I love green beans. My grandfather grew Scarlet Runner beans. I'm all about Kentucky Royals. They're like a purple bean. They're, awesome. They got a real walnutty flavor to them. Wild thing, they're purple. Then you cook them and they go green. It's pretty wild. Uh, but beans are amazing. So when I go to like a place like Mandarin or whatever, I, they have chili fried beans. And so they're string beans and they saute them in chili oil. And I just throw those on the plate. I go to war with it fill up on the vegetables. If you eat the vegetables first and eat lots of them, then you don't eat as much garbage. So right, right. It's being smart with your dietary choices. And you can get as into it or not into it as you want. I mean, I was never, you know, into this stuff. And now you do, you find it interesting, especially when you, when you, when it becomes personal and you want to figure out what works for you. And um, yeah, like you follow these people and, you know, and I can't believe the deep dives into YouTube that I've, I've been doing over the past five months. And there's one guy, um, oh crap, I'm blanking on his name now. Cause there's a few of them, but this guy's great because his mantra is eat the cookie, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like he's not the guy who trained, he trained, uh, all the Marvel people. He's from Quebec, that guy. He's Maybe. like, he's got well, there's a trainer. He's like from Quebec. and I know who you're talking about, but yeah. so maybe the guy I'm watching took it from that guy because this was just some young guy with his own YouTube channel and he'd lost like 80 pounds. So he was doing like his whole thing. And that's what he learned. He was like, you know what? Eat the cookie. Dude, Don't eat five yeah. cookies, but if you want the cookie, eat the cookie. So this is where I've gone with my diet is – I have, I, I've, I've been pretty much able to give up everything I need to that, that sucks. I haven't drank actual soda in, in months, right? Pop like, that's the calories. Sugars, man. Sugars. That's the calories, right? Yeah. Right. So my biggest thing is peanut M&Ms. I am so ridiculous, ridiculously addicted to these things. Now, A, I'm kind of lucky because they're in the top three healthiest snack foods you can actually eat. Because as much as there's sugar in the chocolate, they are mainly peanut. Yeah. Right? So that's okay. So what I do now is I get a big bag and I portion myself. And I allow myself about four quarter cups a day. So by the end of the day, I've had a cup of M&Ms. But you know how you just grab in and you, yeah. you grab a bag of chips or whatever? What I do is I keep a literal one-third measuring cup beside the bag of M&Ms. So I know exactly what I'm doing. Once in a while, I take that one scoop. I know exactly what I'm putting in me, you know, and I use the MyFitnessPal uh, app, which is pretty much, you know, I got to re recommend to everybody out there. I don't know if you've ever used it, Fred, but it's, 
it's like the top app out there for like just tracking calories and routines and exercises. And it's really simple for beginners. Um, you know, and literally you just plug your stuff in and it tells you what to do. And it's, it's pretty fantastic, but following, like, who are you following online? There's these guys I love and I don't take too much from them cause they're kind of get jacked, but you ever heard of the buff dudes? <laughs> No. I, okay, there's these two brothers. There's so many. But like in Dude, terms but these guys, these guys are two brothers. They're big two two big Thor looking motherfuckers, right? But they're they like they're all 80s out. Like they just like their whole shit is all like, you know, neon and stuff. And they're just hilarious. Like I every if you want to jack up, watch the buff dudes. But but get on YouTube and find some people who inspire you as people on there inspired you. I always, there's a trainer I used to work with, uh, Robbie Moss fitness. Uh, and he's a, he's a pro fighter. He's his training videos are really great. And he always does a training video, uh, with body weight exercises and in a yoga thing every single day. So he's always posting all kinds of content. And then he'll also post all his training videos as he gets ready to fight people and beat the crap out of them. And his training principles for all that are fantastic. Drew Craig, again, is another guy that I love because he's always posting positive stuff, lots of art, lots of fitness stuff. There is a power lifter from Quebec, Natasha Ogay. Uh, she does a lot of really heavy lifting stuff, but she also has perfect form. There's an exercise, uh, and no, I'm not, and I'm not being like, oh, she's so hot. I'm being literally like her form is always perfect. And that's form is really important to focus on, especially when you're starting, because if you, it's like golf, if you incorporate bad habits in the foundation, you can't shake them. Mm -hmm. And so if you've got bad habits and a lack of flexibility, when you get to those really heavy lifts, you're going to hurt. You are going to hurt yourself. Like nothing makes me cringe. Like the guy who's like, I can totally lift this much weight. And then they do it and it's horrible. Right. And it, and it, it's like, you, you're going to hurt yourself. I'm like, Oh, I'm fine. It's like, you're fine. Now tell me tomorrow morning, how you feel. Right. Tell me where the pain is tomorrow. And so her form uh, there's an exercise specifically that I love, but I, I always felt like I was doing it wrong. And I felt I was doing it wrong because I was feeling pain where I shouldn't have been feeling pain. And it's called the Bulgarian split squat. And it is one of the, Sounds bad, it's any exercise with like a torture move. country's name in it is amazing. They're just very effective. And so the principle of the exercise is you've got one leg up, and behind you and you come down and then you go up. And so I was constantly trying to do this motion and then my knee would hurt, my hips would hurt. And then she did it in her videos and she was explaining how she does primarily like heavy deadlifts, uh, Bulgarian deadlift, not Bulgarian, but like straight leg deadlifts, Romanian deadlifts, whatever. Uh, and then she goes every now and again, I like to throw in Bulgarian split squats. And she did a step-by-step -step breakdown of how you position yourself. And when you're coming down, you're not going up and down. You're going back. And she just, it was the first time anybody ever showed me like, don't worry about going back. You just want to keep your alignment, keep right. your alignment. Cause this is one of those exercises where you cannot stack your joints. It's not going to happen. Just the way she came down like this and back up and then changed everything. So now that's one of the exercises I'm always throwing in there. Right. Like when you're talking about uh, doing things you don't like, find out why you don't like them. Don't just say, I don't like doing that. Like, 
find out what's not working, find other ways, especially when they're like a big exercise, you know, like right. something that's really important to do, uh, like hop squats, star jumps, uh, Bulgarian split squats, all those exercises that you think uh, you don't need to do. They're all good to throw in for variation because your body, like we're talking about being like lazy. Um, if you do the same exercises all the time, they're just going to not work anymore. It's like when right. you're talking about like working, doing tree removal, you learn how to do less, but still get it done. Your body, oh, right. if it does the same motions all the time. It's just not going to work. And the like technique if, is very important yeah. where I get hurt. Right? You, like, people talk about like their bench press is like the one exercise that dudes are just obsessed with. Push-ups are so much better than bench press. Like period, end of story. Yeah, right. The push-up is activating your core, your back, everything, your legs. Everything's working to stay in line and stay stable. Yeah. None of that is happening when you're doing bench press. Bench press is like, it's good for building strength in the pecs. It's good for bodybuilding, but when are you standing, when are you laying down, pushing a, a beam off? We're not all Batman and Batman. Okay. Like <laughs> the support of all those push-ups. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> so it, it, the bench press is great, but most of the time, if you're pushing, you're standing up and if you're pushing something away, pushing you're you can't push anything away farther than your core can keep you stable. Like everything is balanced. Everything is symmetry. You can't push more than you can pull, you know? Right. Yeah. So when we're talking about principles of training, when I work out, I have four principles, push, pull, legs, core. And then this little guy is cardio. But if I don't, if I do these on a timer and I'm not resting, these four are the cardio. Okay. So I'll build a workout and I'll be like, all right, I'm going to do four exercises and I'm going to do each one for 45 seconds, four times and rest 15 seconds in between. I'll do push-ups, I'll do sit-ups, I'll do jump squats and I'll do swimmers or bent over dumbbell rows or something to activate those muscles. I don't do curls, I do rows because then I'm working the bicep. That muscle, the bicep is working along with the lateral. Everything is working together. So is pulling with the bicep better than curling with the bicep? Like well, if you're curling, what are you working? You're just working this. You're flaring your latimus just a bit to like stabilize it if you're doing it properly. But most guys like they swing their arm back and swing up and then they're really right. using momentum and they're not right. activating it properly. But when you're doing a row, you're pulling this arm back and the latimus is firing to pull the arm back. The bicep is firing. The forearm is firing. Everything is working together. Compound motion exercises. That's what I'm all about. So then I'm working many things together at the same and it's functional, you know? Right. So yeah. then I've got those four things and I go one, two, three, four, and I do all four. And then I've worked my entire body and I've got 16 minutes of exercise all in and I've been resting for no more than 15 seconds. My blood rate, my, my, my heart rate is still up. The blood is pumping. I'm feeling good. I got the pump on. I'm feeling jacked and strong because that's the thing when your body is all working together, they Arnold Schwarzenegger and pumping iron. I'm a huge, huge, huge Schwarzenegger fan not just because of his movies, but because of uh, the philosophies that he like exudes about positivity and believing in yourself and committing to it. Like 
full, the full range of motion line. That's Schwarzenegger. He's all about the full range of motion. So I've got that pump, that vibe, that feeling of strength, and I've worked my whole body. And I've got a right. cardio burn. And it's all just about applying basic principles and doing it. I feel right. good rest of the day man yeah and that's why a lot of people if you if you don't walk often just going for a walk all of a sudden you feel real good you're like you know that that, that felt good how long is is your typical daily workout 32 minutes what that's it 32 that's minutes. it for all yeah. day yeah the whole day and i know you go hard in that 32 minutes but that's, that's crazy <laughs> so this is what i've been doing then because i go to the gym and i spend a half hour doing uh, upper body. Yeah. Um, and you know, I don't go intense like you. I'm not doing hit. Fuck burpees. I'm sorry for as long as I live. Fuck burpees. But I'm using, there's, they do have a bicep curl machine that's really nice. First of all, stop with the machines. And, and again, there's some people, machines work really good. Like if you've got an injury, there are machines that work really good. The leg curl machine is a machine that I recommend. Uh, the, there's the counter lever that you can use for dips and for pull-ups. I always do body weight dips, body weight pull-ups, but then what happens when you fail? Throw an extra 10 pounds and you get a few more in. Throw an extra 20, a few more. That, in those cases, I recommend machines, but the foundation uh, would be free weights and body weight exercises. Okay. And when you're talking about like the hit and you're not doing hit, just do it. Just get the app, get the app. I'm, when I say that, it's not like, Oh, it's the only way to train, bro. Everything else sucks. It's not that. It's that it's the best way to ensure you're not slacking off. What's that app called again? Just it's called an interval timer. Oh, it's just called an in all right. It's just um, an interval timer. And there's no like there's a there's tons for free. There's tons you can buy, and they all have things that all say they're the best, but they all do the same thing. Right. Well, this one machine, I don't use a lot of the machines, actually, to be honest. There's two machines that I really, sorry, three machines that I like. And uh, the one, the bicep curls I like because it's just, you can do that slow yeah. controlled. Like it's one of the ones where your thing's over. And I'll just throw like 40, 50 pounds on there and do like five sets of five and just do it real slow. First so of all, stop three. doing the fives. Up, okay. the, up the reps. Um, you want to do higher rep levels and lower weight. You want to? I do, feel, right? Okay, yeah. I've heard because I've heard the exact opposite. That one's been a, a point of contention that I so, hear a lot of different opinions. There's, on. you are going to find different opinions on it, and right. and there's probably a study that will come out within the next hour that will say everything I just told you is completely wrong. But, but I prefer I what you're you, saying. I prefer are, that method. That's how I started. Was was more sets and more reps. I liked yeah, it better that way. Do when you go in. Um, try building a circuit <laughs> where you've got a hundred, you're going to do a hundred of everything. Right. You're going to break it down, whatever, in whatever way you want. You're going to combine the exercises in whatever groups you want, but you're going to do a hundred of them and then pick a weight that you can do 15 and then do a hundred. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. So you yeah. can only do 15, but you put it down, you do something else. You come back to it, do 10 more, put it down, come back to it. And you, you, you're always moving. You're always moving. As long as you're always moving, your body will recover faster. Like you see guys work really hard and then they sit down. Don't. If you walk, the body will clean you out and rejuvenate you faster. You know? Right. Staying yeah. motion. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what I kind of put, put a little routine together. So I do like about a, a half hour of, I'm going to go back more to the lighter weights and the more reps. I just felt like I was getting a little more out of that. Um, and I have to be a bit more patient. It's, it's easy because you want to stay consistent. Consistent is so important, consistency, but yeah. you got to be patient at the same time. Because like I said, this whole journey for me was five months of losing the weight. And now I'm starting a whole new journey that I have to not get too excited about. I have to go another five months before I'm going to see that kind of change again. Right. So I got to go, dude, my wife is at the door, but I was so just about we, to, to sign her off. Yeah. So next time I think next week we should work out. We'll Let's do, do this it, man. at 10 in the morning, but we'll work out. We'll do an exercise. We'll do a workout. Like, and we'll put talk about what gear you have like if you just got some dumbbells or anything kicking around that's what i got at home yeah yeah they got get some dumbbells together and get a bag like a like a knapsack and fill that with some heavy books and we'll get a workout that will I'm, I'm down i'm down okay, good. That sounds exciting yeah and we'll incorporate yeah. these training principles that we've been talking about uh into it and then you can see like how you feel with doing it like that, with just on that interval timer. And, and I'll be on you like with, with focus, control, and the, these yeah. exercise motions that include flexibility as well as strength. Yeah. That's I'd love to make the trip out there sometime and check out the gym too, man. Train like oh, heroes, we, it looks like a fun well, because we to come out for a workout sometime. We would have to, we'd have to book the, the, the space and we can totally do that. We'll book the space. We'll book the pods. We'll get a few other people uh, from the neighborhood that uh, you know and I know. And we'll all work out together. We'll yeah. see if we can get uh, Dave Bishop and Adam Gorham to come on over and uh, work out with us. Gorham has incredible legs. Uh, Adam Gorham, an amazing artist. All the vault covers, yes. But his leg strength is insane. Really? If, if I could... He's one of those guys where if I could like work out with him, I guarantee he could be doing sets of squats with like 335. His leg wow. strength is insane. He's got such strong legs. It's like uh, Garrett Gunn, the writer of uh, Franklin and Ghost from Source Point Press. Yeah. He's, he's a power lifter. Dude's uh, like, you know, runs to like 800 pounds. But hey, listen, dude, thank you so much. We will definitely set that up. You go to uh, help out Miss Kennedy there. Yeah. Mrs. Kennedy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But dude, I really appreciate uh, this. And for all you folks out there, I know this isn't the norm. Uh, but I thought you might get something out of it because it's uh, definitely helped me and changed my life. So uh, if you got any more questions or anything like that, you can hit up Fred. And also Fred's Instagram, uh, fearless underscore Fred, I believe. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. putting up some amazing workout videos of his own up there that uh, a few have really helped me out as well. So check those out. Fred, you are awesome, sir. Uh, we will uh, see you next time, yeah? Absolutely. All right. Very cool. Everybody, that's all we're going to have this week on An Elegant Weapon. Take it easy. An elegant weapon for the more Go. civilized. Go eight. save yeah. the lady. <laughs> <laughs> Love you all out there. All right. Take it easy.